Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony, and I'm your host. With over a decade in the local church, I care deeply and passionately about helping you connect with Jesus in practical ways. Friends, we are in week number three of Lent. If you've been following along on the monologue series, we've been diving into Lent, what Lent is, why it matters, and why it matters to you. Hey, if this uh, conversation has been useful for you, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify, and the highest compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend. Maybe somebody who you know struggles with prayer. That's right. Today on the monologue episode, we're going to talk about prayer. Now, I know what you're thinking. Tony, why or how is this a Lenten practice? Well, prayer isn't all the time practice, but prayer during Lent means a little bit more. Prayer during Lent means a little bit more. And what we see is that a posture of prayer in preparation, that's a lot of peace, a posture of prayer in preparation changes our relationship with the Lord. Now, we see this in a couple different places, right? First of all, Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus prays. He prays and the angels attend to him. But that's not the only time that we see Jesus in serious prayer. Today, I'm going to take us to the Gospel of Luke, the 22nd chapter. And in this chapter, what we see is we see Luke's um, version of the Last Supper. And then we get to verse 39 and Jesus prays on the Mount of Olives. So let's take a look at this text as we think about prayer as one of our Lenten practices. It reads like this. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling on the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Okay, so... There's a lot of things to unpack in this text that I think are really important as you begin to think about Lent. And before we get into some of the more pertinent stuff for Lent specifically, what I want to notice is what Luke says in verse 39. In verse 39, he says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, right? So when you think about your Lenten practice of prayer, I want you to think about it on top of your usual prayer method. Now, if you don't have a prayer method yet, that's okay. But now is a great time to start, right? For me, I love to pray in the morning and I love to pray before bed. And oftentimes God and I have some serious real talk in the car. Amen. If you've ever driven in Ohio, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But also it's just a quiet place by myself, right? And so those are kind of my main areas. I'm going to go morning, I'm going to go car, and then at the end of the night, I'm going to go uh, pray with my wife, right? And those are kind of my prayer practices as usual. Now, during Lent, 
I want to add in a little extra prayer, right? And Jesus says it like this in verse 40. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. Now, I think that's really important because there's a temptation to lose focus on the Lord. And Lent and Advent, really, are both liturgical seasons designed to posture our hearts back towards the Lord so that we may focus on who Jesus is in our life, right? Again, Lent is a liturgical season designed to help prepare us for Easter. And so think about your usual prayer life and then think about what can I do extra to posture myself towards the Lord. I love what he prays in verse 42. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Man, friends, I'm just telling you that this is the most mature prayer in all of Christianity. It's the one that I absolutely pray the most, and it's always, not my will, but yours be done. If you're anything like me, I want to be an obedient, obedient son to my father. I want to be an obedient Christian. And so that prayer, not my will, but yours be done, is so important, right? It's such a great space to be in. We also see verse 43, an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Now, this is great because this is kind of a nod to Jesus in the wilderness. We see that strengthened position, right? Reaffirmed by the father. Now, verse 44, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Now, be careful here because sometimes we read this and we think Jesus was praying so hard he was bleeding, right? There's some theologians who will say that. As I read the text and as I look at the text, I don't interpret it that way. What I see is that Jesus was down there doing work on his knees, right? He was praying hard, hard, hard. He was talking to the Father. He was in complete and utter surrender. He's a posture of anguish and he's earnestly praying. If you've ever been in that season of life where you feel like you're suffocating, you're feeling like you're not sure what you're going to do, you're just lost, right? That's the position that Jesus was in. He's saying, hey, not my will, but yours be done. And praying in earnest, right? I love that imagery because it's something that each of us can achieve for. Imagine how our lives would change if one day a week, even if for just five to 10 minutes, We put everything else away and just prayed in anguish earnestly. Now, the anguish is like, oh, gosh, I just want your will to be done. I want this. I want for you, Lord, to be my Lord and tell me exactly what you need me to do. Right. That prayer, that anguish prayer is earnestly seeking after God. Man, I. I'll be honest, there are some days where I feel like I'm, I'm barely seeking after God, let alone earnestly. So what a beautiful picture that Jesus gives us here in the garden. He says, not my will, but yours be done. And then without knowing the answer to the prayer, he prays earnestly until his sweat was like drops of blood falling on the ground was like it was thick it was big it was like real sweat right in, in my world we call that a good flop sweat jesus had a good flop sweat going from from prayer 
He was working. Verse 45, when he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. I think if we're going to pull any of the messages uh, away from this text um, that are particular to Lent, it's maybe a focused prayer on not falling into temptation. Temptation is anything that separates us from God. It's the sins in our life. Right? Maybe it's lust or greed or gluttony. Right? Maybe it's sugary foods or boxed wine. It can be anything. But during the Lenten season, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to pray in earnest so that you don't fall into temptation. You can begin to see how Lent builds this kind of leaned-in posture in preparation for Easter. Right? Last week, we talked about fasting. Fasting combined with this prayer, right? Don't fall into temptation. Means that you're creating so much space for God. Friends, this is the key to changing our posture. Creating space. Leaning in. Fasting and fervent prayer. What a beautiful image for all of us as we prepare to celebrate the risen Lord at Easter. May we all be so courageous to fast and pray as Jesus did. Friends, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you for your commitment to walking alongside us as we continue to try to uh, head towards the resurrected Jesus. If this episode was useful for you, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, share this episode with a friend, uh, and hey, if you get a minute, follow me on Instagram at TWMilt, at T-W-M-I-L-T. I'm thankful for each and every one of you for the community that we're building here. And remember guys, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move. <laughs>